Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender. First Commonwealth Bank. Member FDIC. You think of Earth as a singular planet. In fact, it is anything but. For this is a story not of a universe, but a multiverse. Where universes and planets, such as Earth, were replicated and mirrored across a vibrating, infinite plane. Some barely different from the next. Others drastically so. This is DC On Screen. Every week, Dave and Jason talk about the multiverse of DC properties on film and television. But be warned, if it's been officially released, you can expect they'll spoil it. Welcome into DC On Screen, episode 461. I'm your host, David C. Robertson. This is my co-host, Jason Goss. Hello. And this episode, we're going to be talking about the mid-season premiere, Trial of the Flash. Flash 410. Mm. And uh, coming back from, from last time, uh, the cops believe that... Should I say cops? Is that is that bad? Should it be police? Should it be more respectful? I don't know. It's, it's hard to uh, tell. In these times where we're all so anti-copper. Right. The element. Like after Black Lightning, I kind of want to go like, ah, the pigs got Barry. <laughs> you know? Well, they've caught Barry. It looks like he, he killed... Uh, William DeVoe, obviously he's being framed. And uh what did you what did you think of this episode, man? It was super serious in a way that I feel like the trial of the flesh should be. Yes, but I do want to point out the puppies are going down because you didn't show up for work. Literally wrote that down. <laughs> wrote that line down. Uh, word yeah. for word. You nailed me on that one. And I loved her face. I loved her face as she slowly tur- goes Killer Frost, like yeah. the sad, like oh the puppies. Right. Great. And it it yeah. It, it's also a really cool mechanism where it's like we have this character that has a thing, and then we have this episode that we haven't really explained why this is so explicit. And it was a great way to like balloon or inflate the uh, stakes of the episode, <laughs> like pin mm-hmm. it on her in just one one phrase: the puppies are going yeah. down. You know, for a minute, I thought that they were going to do a thing where, like, Barry has to run and save the city, and then he's going to actually have, like, radiation burns, and no one will uh, no one will get that except for the judge. Oh, that like, would have been that, you know, great maybe, if the judge was, like, the one person who saw through it. Yeah, like, maybe he, like, he, he we see him in his ready room after Barry's left, right. and he's watching The Flash, like, stop all this stuff, and, like... Then they're talking about radiation and oh man, it was bad. And then like Barry comes back and just like just like this the part over his like where his mask would have been have radiation burns. <laughs> and the judge is just like, Okay, well yeah. the jury found you guilty, but uh you're sentenced to like happening. a day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um That would have been fine. And yeah. uh to speak to the sentencing alone, like I I spent most of the episode thinking like, dude, I know it's going to be a struggle, but just out yourself. Just out yourself. And mm-hmm. I still feel like if I was Barry, I probably would have just out on myself. 
I I, I, yeah. I don't really know what they have planned. Um, it is really it's an it's a neat touch that he's in the cell where his dad was. Yeah, and I think there's a lot to be said for the parallels uh, between him and his father. Like, yeah. he and his father were both innocent. They're both, you know, taking on the punishment for crimes they didn't commit. Absolutely. Uh, like, you feel bad for Joe. Yeah. Like, he's watching this happen again, and it, it has mm-hmm. to be happening in slow motion for him. I, mm-hmm. I don't feel like we've gotten to spend enough time around Joe as he's watching this process happen with someone that he spent even more time with than his previous partner when that happened to him. Yeah. it's It's got to be rough. But oh, I did love, uh, I did love like Ralph stepping up and being like, "Dude, don't, don't oh, plant evidence, man." Yeah, Dibney's like masterful coercion of of Joe in that scene. He has earned yeah, a spot on the like, show, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> like that, I was like, "Oh man, I like Ralph now." That was incredible. That was good. That was super good. Yeah, well, like they also proved uh, a point with Dibney where it's like, okay, yeah, uh huh, uh huh, yeah. I live in the gray areas. I've seen the gray areas. Here's what I'm an expert at. You're going to have a lot of moral decisions in your future. I'm just going to kind of point out what happens if you uh, make a decision. Uh-huh. And I kind of thought, oh, my God. That's his That's his purpose, and thank God. This is going to be so much fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, by the way, when you were talking about, like, he just needs to out himself, when Iris almost outed him, uh, outed him you know? Yeah, yeah. She's like, Barry Allen is a flat. I, I had this idea of, like, almost a Family Guy-esque bit. Where, like, she goes, Barry Allen is the Flash, and everyone just sits there staring at her. And then one of the jurors, like, juror number 12 or something, stands up and goes, wait a minute, the Flash is a murderer? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) But, but, uh, I really liked the new trick. Yeah, I liked that he didn't know how to do it. Like, he didn't know how he was doing it or what he was even really doing. He just, you know... Totally called a Zach Morris on it. Yeah. I, I liked that. <clears throat> and uh, I, I got a little weepy. <laughs> Not gonna lie. That got a little emotional for me. No, it was it was really it was a it was a cool new trick. It's not even a new trick that's been mentioned before, but it was a it was a cool new trick for the show. And mm-hmm. it's not absurd. Like he can have kind of what I'm gonna call a uh, like a time stasis, because if he can move everything and vibrate everything so quickly around him. Like, that's one of the funniest parts is like, it feels like they're expanding in a weird way. We're like, Oh, he's so he can vibrate himself so quickly that he moves between objects and it can phase. Well, that's great. But like every atom in the universe is connected to every other atom in the universe. Mm. Surely you can expand that. Mm -hmm. I I mean, he certainly was at least for Iris. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they haven't explained what he's doing here, but it just seemed like some sort of like time stasis is what I'm calling it. Yeah, or maybe he's just moving, they're just both moving faster than everybody else. Oh, I just assumed he was vibrating him, her, and kind of the field around them so quickly that they were existing Mm -hmm. in a a completely different environment than everyone around them. Maybe so, maybe so. Uh, It seemed like you were sort of suggesting that, like, he was actually altering the speed of everything around them as opposed to just being fast, making them fast. You know what I mean? That's what it sounded like you were saying to me. Not quite, but that's... Also, okay. sounds like an interesting theory. Well, I'm not a smart man. <laughs> These are sci-fi <laughs> concepts. You can't be smarter or dumb. You can't always follow. <laughs> <laughs> There's no room for that here. Does it sound plausible? <laughs> Sally Forth. That's all. I can't hear Sally Forth without thinking of Army of Darkness. It's, I know, I know. Do you know the bit where, like, his jaw keeps falling off as he keeps trying to say Sally Forth? Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. I watched it every October on Comedy Central on Saturday afternoon for a few years. Oh, the Ash vs. Evil Dead Season 3 trailer just dropped and it looks so great. But anyway, moving on. I'm behind the season. That's a whole different problem. Go ahead. Oh. oh. Go ahead. <laughs> that hurts. I know. <clears throat> Can I talk about Fallout? To the who? Oh, yeah, sure. Exactly. <laughs> Fucking uh-huh. precisely. Like, this is a character that I, I feel so bad for this guy. But he's also yeah. going to go down as a no-name and nobody. Like, it, yeah, like, what is, <laughs> like, Cisco just kind of like, Fallout, terrible power. <laughs> he has yeah. this moment where he's like, oh, great name, damn it. This guy's going to destroy yeah. me. I mean, he's a walking nuclear bomb. What are you going to do? Like, you remember when yeah. we loved, excuse me, when we loved Gods and Monsters so much? I remember enjoying it, yeah. I, one of the reasons we got, like, excited about it was because there was an early scene where there's basically kind of a fallout character and Superman just like comforts the kid, this version of Superman mm-hmm. kind of comforts the kid before he basically puts him down. Yeah. That was rough. It, it was rough. And I feel like this episode of the flash kind of tackled that idea. This like, this guy has no hard feelings for anybody. Like he, he, he just walks in to start a savings account that he's really excited about. And you're thinking like, dude, cool. You're adulting hard. Great. Good job. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then it turns out he's just, everyone on the street is falling around him. And like, if you just follow this episode from his standpoint, it is a complete tragedy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I feel bad. Like, as, cause I was, <laughs> as I'm watching him about to like go nuclear on everybody, like, I just, I thought of him like, I think he's literally screaming, proudly... what the hell is happening? Yeah, like, he's, yeah. He's, he's the tragic figure. Clearly, from this like, episode. I, I totally just thought of him, like, looking down at his, like, little sheet of paper for his savings account and just smiling dumbly, like, yay! <laughs> $750, I guess. <clears throat> yeah, felt bad for the guy. Yeah. Um, he was he was a tragic villain. Yeah, he was, a little bit. All right, so, uh, was, was DeVoe's wheelchair in the apartment? I didn't see that. Like, I feel like the cops need to have a question about that. Like, <laughs> Fair. did Barry carry? Because Barry does not look like the type. He doesn't look strong enough to carry anybody up all, you know, even to an elevator like that. Like, someone would have would have seen him. There probably should have been a, a loft like that. You're telling me there's no security camera? Yeah. Like, oh, um, can I run off, the a, lobby? off a theme Something? you're you're talking about? Okay. Um, For God's sake, like, that... Well, all right, by the way, the, the judge and the uh, chief police kind of doing those dual speeches about how, like, Barry Allen, yeah, awful, Flash gets the award for Valor, blah, blah, blah. That was yeah. actually solid, but uh-huh. kind of the whole time I was, I was thinking, man, like, this judge is condemning him, and the prosecutor was condemning him for, like, using all of his knowledge about forensics to make this murder work that is the exact opposite of what happened like (laughs) anyone with any knowledge of forensics would have done any of this better like the fact Uh that there was so much like even barry is talking about like i i know you're gonna find my dna here i know you're gonna find my fingerprints here blah 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 blah. Uh uh-huh like the fact there was so much evidence forensic evidence against him should have been a warning yeah, well, you know, they tried to make it out like, well, he just got the it just got the better of him here, and 
you know, he's been doing this for years. That's why he was late 72 times, because he was off killing people. No! <laughs> like, That's totally what they tried to make it out to be. That isn't even what they made it sound like. It just seemed like they lost the thread on the whole, on the whole like, yeah, he's a genius. No, that... That lawyer said that, though. I know. He said, like, you know, why was he late 72 times? Maybe I mean, he was I doing know, something I know. Blah, blah, they, blah, they made yeah. it sound like a second life situation. But it's also, yeah. how are you going to give this guy this much credit? And especially the, the judge saying, like, I've never seen someone so unmoved. Someone who pretended yeah. to be on the public side, who clearly did blah, 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 blah. Like, what the hell, man? Like, you. Yeah, I felt like that judge was, like, making shit up. Like, I was just like... Dude, Barry Allen has sat there looking sad the entire episode. <laughs> like, he has been beside himself. Yeah, I know. Like the point they were courtroom. making was it they were thinking that a normal person would be constantly I don't know, like making faces at the judge and making faces at at his lawyer like defensively. So, I, like that that's I think the environment they were thinking would be the normal environment. Yeah. yeah. That's not how things work. It, it, all right, that aside, it's just weird <laughs> that like the lack of forensic forensic evidence would have been really good proof that a forensic scientist did it. The opposite uh-huh. is, oh my god, clearly he didn't do it. <laughs> There's no way he would have left this behind. Yeah. How like who would who in a crime lab would leave one of the like pieces of their wedding gifts at a at a murder? Yeah. It's very confusing. <laughs> and the guy was like, he used a wedding gift. A wedding gift. What a separate monster. separate a man from his wife. Yeah. Like, All right. <laughs> I like the episode, though. I just, there, there were some really annoying problems. No, with it. It, it, it's, it, yeah. It was fun, but like, that's one of those premises where I, I'm a little annoyed by that one. Yeah. Uh, Sherman Smith on Facebook says, uh, the, <laughs> the flat or Barry says if he's convicted, he has to stay in jail. Why? Or no, sorry. What? That's not noble or right. That's just stupid. Well, you know, he's got to, I don't know, do the, the Batman thing from Dark Knight. He's got to, he's, <laughs> he's the villain, the, he's the hero that we deserve, but not the one we need right now or whatever. whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean... In this version of it, you gotta trust your team. Yeah. And I can make an excuse for that. Like I I, I yeah, get I, it. I, I it would have made sense yeah. for me if he'd just been like, I'm the flash, that's why all this happens, blah 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 blah. And it, right. it actually I really liked the encounter later in the episode where he was talking to Devoe. New Devoe. Uh-huh. Um like I liked him talking to him. I, I even liked how he reveals he had psychic powers and Barry just kinda says like, Okay, well let me just say this out loud. Like that was a bunch of like saber rattling, that was a compelling scene. I enjoyed that, but eh, I mean, yeah. Um, I I like that Barry is willing to take on the punishment for the time being. I like that he uh, wants to do it the right way because if he runs, there's no coming back from that. Yeah. You don't look more guilty than you do if you run, and there's just no way you're coming back from that. So. And being in he's jail, right about, like, has... everyone's got a target on his back and so forth. Yeah. Uh, oh, Rick Story, old man Rick, 68, over on Twitter, says, The trial of the Flash was great except for the moment Barry stops time with Iris in court. So convoluted they couldn't explain it. Um, yeah. 
he says, apart from that, it was a pretty decent return. I liked that, as as we said before, and I don't think it was so convoluted the so, so convoluted they couldn't explain it. I think it's Barry doesn't know how he's doing it. He's I think they're just pushing forward with this idea of Barry's going to keep getting new powers because of all of his time in the Speed Force, and he doesn't completely explain it all yet because he doesn't know. Right. He doesn't like even realize he's doing a lot of this stuff on instinct, uh, and obviously like trying to stop iris from revealing his identity because he's like you know we'll figure this out (laughs) i don't need everybody knowing who we are oh yeah um i i think that you know caused something that he just didn't he didn't even know he could do it yeah there's plenty of room to play there i wonder how much of that the footage that he's watched though from when he was in when he came back you know because he said some interesting stuff in there like maybe he knows that like I mean, he obviously has an idea based on previous encounters with himself from the future, like talking about DeVoe and what we used to defeat him. He knows he's going to get out. Mm-hmm. Like, he knows that. Like, looking, if he's seen any footage or all of the footage or I don't know what he's seen, but, you know, he had that line about, uh, we're going to need more diapers. <laughs> well, I like that's one of the things that fascinated me most is. Sorry, hashtag tornado twins. <laughs> fair enough that's one of the things that fascinated me most about this episode is like he spent a lot of time being very calm and assured but he clearly Mm -hmm. has some grasp of what might be coming and Mm -hmm. and like there we we spent a lot of time in the first episode of this season like focusing on the gibberish that he was spouting and some of that's finally coming to bear and I couldn't be happier about it. I like, I love mm-hmm. that storyline so much. Yeah. So, yeah, I, uh, I, w- I wanted to slap that judge cause I felt like he was making up a bunch of, uh, a bunch of doo-doo about Barry. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, I liked the episode. I liked it. It was solid. I thought it was good. I was annoyed. Like, is Iris just not a reporter anymore at all? Uh, does she just not do that at this point? Not in like, practice, I guess. Because I, I haven't seen her I'm do it. I'm not a reporter, but if I'm going to confront, you know, DeVoe's wife, I'm going to probably record her. Honestly, if your you know? husband's like, no, I don't know. I would record her. You're right. Yeah. Yep. I mean, if it's inadmissible, it's inadmissible, but. That wouldn't be inadmissible. God, you got to try, right? She has, no, she has no power. That would be admissible. Yeah, I would, I would record her. Yeah, it's a huge flaw. Good catch. Good, Good work. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but that that lady's a great actress. She's actually really won me over. Like the, the way she's like, just snapped back to you know villain Devois. Mm-hmm. I like Devois. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I think she did a great job. Like they're so proud they bring this photo in and and like she changes on the stand and between her changing oh my gosh. on the stand and her changing in the hallway like damn I don't know her name. I have not learned her name, and I probably won't remember it. But dear God, she's good. Yeah, she's she's solid. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw her for real on something big at some point soon. Yep, she's good. I'm missing the dude that played Devoe, though. Like, I know. I think I, he's I, he way was... better than this other guy. Well, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not willing to judge the other guy yet. Like he has his own way of playing it that I'm I'm enjoying, and they're using the same dialogue. I think they would use. And I appreciate yeah. that. Like, there's a continuity there that I really love, but it does come across differently in, in like, some young dude's body as, as opposed to this guy's. And, yeah, I I appreciate the creepiness of the old guy. 
Mm-hmm. But I think the young guy has a creep factor that he's pulling off that I really appreciate too. Yeah, I mean, I can I can see it, but I, I just don't like the young guy nearly as much. I also like that like she's having trouble adapting to a new body. Uh-huh. That seems real. Yeah. That would be weird. Absolutely. That would be weird. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like I'm cheating on you. But you're not. But, but you, know, you understand uh, how this feels wrong? I don't know. Yeah, well... No matter who winds up in jail, no matter who's in what body and who has to deal with it, I think the uh, the real victim here is the the guy whose body got usurped. Mm, yeah, yeah, he did not come out on top of this. No, <laughs> uh, no, he didn't. But that actor <laughs> got a like a full series arc, so good for him. Right. Anywho, I think uh, I think that's it for the Flash. Yeah, the puppies are going if down. You enjoyed we. We are too. <clears throat> hmm. No. Um. <laughs> All right. Well, you can find every episode of DC on screen at dconscreen.com. We're going to be coming back with uh, our review of the first episode of Black Lightning. Spoiler alert: We dug it. Um. So it's solid. It's solid. Um. We're going to rattle about that for a little while, and um, we also do our weekly news opinion episode, and that'll be coming out probably Tuesday. So. Every once in a while, they'll pop out on Wednesday because we're, we're just tired. We're tired old men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we tweet at DC on screen. Until next time, keep some DC on your screen. Our opening narration was from Dan Jurgens, The History of the DC Universe, Part 3 of 10, as featured in DC 52, Week 4. It was performed by me, David C. Robertson. Intro music by Jason Goss and Michael Shackelford. Michael's band, Future Elevators, could be found on Spotify or future-elevators.com. Our introduction was performed by Effie Ophelders of the fantastic podcast, Stealing the Remote, which lives on SoundCloud. It can also be found on iTunes and Stitcher. We are proudly in partnership with TV Time. TV show calendar and social media site that lets you keep track of what you're watching, what your friends are watching, and where you all left off. DC On Screen is a maladjusted production. Visit maladjusted.tv for more from me and Jason, including sketch comedy, an improvised web series, vlogs, parodies, and more.